Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the most undisciplined flying by the seat of our pants, absolutely off the deep end, crazy paying attention to our instincts only podcast. In the history of podcasting, however, I have with me the most informed and outstanding co-host in the history of podcasting. It's Mr. Everett Farnell. They call me shooting by the hip, baby. Everett shooting by the hip, Farnell. (laughs) Figure out what I'm going to do when I do it. We'll jump off that bridge when we cross it. That's the deal. Yeah, they call you that, but they call you that in a condescending way. (laughs) That's because they're a bunch of idiots. They don't have the slightest idea what it takes to make a bunch of money. Uh, Well, of uh, course, and speaking of which, that's this week's topic on the lesson learned from Donald Trump is this, I haven't even heard the name in like over a year, and this Rex Tillerson bozo comes out of nowhere, probably, possibly the least competent and accomplished Secretary of State in the history of mankind, and he decides to come out of nowhere for some bizarre reason that maybe he was drunk or I don't know and just spout off about how Trump is undisciplined and doesn't like to read and doesn't listen to my briefings and he doesn't go by the book and what the heck and I just can't figure out anything. So here I am unemployed and completely disgraced as a public servant and only making 20, 40, 50 million a year, whatever he made, which Donald Trump makes in one deal pretty much has made that in more than that in one day many times through his career. And Rex Tillerson has to prove what a bozo he is and come out and complain about what makes Trump such a much better and much more accomplished person than him. And here's the actual quote of what he said. He said, what was challenging for me coming from a discipline? Oh, it was challenging for Rexy. Oh. Highly process-oriented ExxonMobil Corporation, Tiller said. Was yes, to uh, translations suck. Was, <laughs> <laughs> go to work for a man who is pretty undisciplined, doesn't like to read, doesn't read briefing reports, doesn't like to get into the details of a lot of things, but rather just kind of says, this is what I believe. He In other words, he likes instincts. being effective. He acts on his instincts in some respects, but that looks like impulsiveness. It looks um, like. <laughs> what it right. looks like is somebody who has accomplished more in the last couple of years than good old Rexy did in his entire <laughs> lifetime. Well, I mean, look at it. Like him or hate him, Trump has accomplished more, more of what he said he was going to do when he got elected than any other president ever has in a full term or even maybe a term and a half or even two terms. Now, he still hasn't done the wall, but other than that, he has done a tremendous amount of winning, as he says. Now, some of the things are maybe a little exaggerated. We've talked about that. Some of the things are absolutely 100% winners for what Trump's done. But the point is, is that he gets shit 
done. And he gets shit done because he doesn't get, see, Tillerson says he doesn't pay attention to the details. But what an entrepreneur might say is he doesn't get bogged down in the details. Exactly. That's what, that's why we have people around us that exactly. we delegate to. We let Tillerson, who is a highly processed, organized, and detail-oriented person from ExxonMobil, we let him handle the bullshit details. We make the big overarching decisions. That's what entrepreneurs do. You know, that's but that's an excellent insight doing. into why ExxonMobil and other big companies are so slow to move, slow to make a turn. I mean, it's kind of like sure. analogous to a big ExxonMobil oil tanker. Exactly. Which yeah, couldn't possibly make a turn within like two hours of saying to the captain, hey, turn left. He's like, whoa, dude, you got to give me like six weeks notice to make a left turn. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of exactly. like how Rex Tillerson is making it obvious why he was so incredibly ineffective as a secretary of state. And here's the thing, is that those large corporations can, when headed by the right people, they can make massively quick decisions. A case in point would be the story about Lee Iacocca. I know you know this story, but I'll tell it. Well, good point. There's a, uh, an entrepreneur taking over one of these big, dumb, exactly. slow-to-move companies so, and doing lots of quick things. Iacocca, very similar to Trump, taking lots of action. Lee Iacocca is walking through the factory in Chrysler and... Somebody says to him, one of the workers says to him, that Sebring would look beautiful as a convertible. Now, you say convertible, the engineers are talking about reinforcing and how and what and run the numbers and figure out and testing and modeling. And the marketing people are thinking about that, da 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 Iacocca says, get a blowtorch and cut the fucking top off and let's go drive it around. If the girls look at it, the guys will buy it, right? He knows what he's doing. He drives it around. He comes out. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean he didn't commission a committee to take six years to put a report out about whether a convertible would make sense? He cut the top off of a Sebring and he... He didn't read all the briefing reports about miles to the gallon and wind speed velocity of a convertible? And he looked to see if chicks looked at him when he drove past. And that's how he decided to go into production. And then when he made the announcement, the beautiful part was he made the announcement. He said, we're going to come out with a Sebring in six months. It was convertible Sebring six months or eight months or next model year, whatever it was. I, I don't know. But it was a very short period of time. So his engineers say, okay, well, where's the engineering? He says, well, you guys haven't done it yet. And they said, well, what, well but it's only months, right? Because they, they want to have years to figure all this shit out. And like you said, commission 50000 and studies and everything else. He says, <laughs> Iacocca says, look, it's my job to announce the thing. It's your job to make it happen. And boom, Love they it. came out with the convertible. So these big... Yeah, and you can hear similar movies. stories about all kinds of accomplished entrepreneurs, even as they are leading big companies, Steve Jobs, right. Bill Gates, that. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, on and on. These entrepreneurs that lead huge companies exactly. still making decisions like entrepreneurs because that's how you get things done. I suspect there hasn't been a true entrepreneur at the helm of a major oil company since Rockefeller died. That would be my suspicion. I suspect well, and it makes you think, skills. obviously it's off topic, but what would happen if Donald Trump took over ExxonMobil? All kinds of things <laughs> would get accomplished that have been bogged down for years in reports. 
reports and committees and briefings and good old Rexy's world of take your time and don't do anything. Here's what would actually happen, is that Trump would probably look at all the pending ideas. He'd blow half of them out. That's a bullshit idea. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Get rid of it. He'd blow half of the ideas out. He'd blow half of the stuff out that just crap. And he would focus on probably 10% of the pending ideas. The other 40% of the pending ideas, he might table for a minute or whatever. But he'd focus on 10% of the best ideas. And then now that we're focused on 10% of the best ideas, we redistribute our financial and our personnel capital. And then we get rid of of a lot of personnel that we don't need. And suddenly ExxonMobil in 18 months would be a completely different company and would be poised for massive, incredible, ridiculous profits, even more than they make today. Their margins are very slim, but they make a lot of money because it's oil and the whole world runs on oil. So yeah, I mean, it would make all the difference in the world. It's like these large, massive, highly disciplined, process-oriented companies only make a lot of money because we have to have their product. If Jeff Bezos tried to run Amazon the way that ExxonMobil has been run for the last 50 years. Oh my goodness, whatever, they'd still be selling only books. It would be gone. There would be no Amazon. I don't know. I think they would, but they'd still be selling only books. They'd be exactly what they started as. Right. So, and bringing on new lines and taking chances and doing new things, well, none of that would happen. Exactly. So we see in an attempted criticism of the president, we see the formula for what makes him a successful entrepreneur and what has made him a successful executive in the government so far, and that is the fact that he makes quick decisions. He doesn't get bogged down in the details. I promise he gets the facts. He's not an idiot. I, I mean, the guy does have an Ivy League education and has turned a million-dollar inheritance into several billion dollars in equity and net worth. And a uh, minor off. detail, becoming the president of the United States. Yeah. Some would say that's somewhat of an accomplishment, difficult to do. My point is, is that you better believe he gets the facts, but he doesn't bother with the details. And Jesus, Well, look, that's the lesson learned from Donald Trump this week. As I had a mentor years ago who used to say, when someone puts you down, it's up to you to decide how to take that. And he said, I decide to take it all as a compliment. So he said when somebody came up to him and said, like, you're the biggest jerk in the world, he said, well, thank you. And he said, look, who wants to be number two in anything? And second of all, that shows that this guy's paying attention to me and he's following me and he's listening to what I say, which is another lesson learned from Donald Trump, which is pretty much the media and all the anti-Trumpers and all the deranged all over social media and the, the legacy media that they can't get Trump out of their heads. That's another story for another day. But the point is Trump takes and I take this and you take this and the lesson learned, dear listeners, that you should take what Rex Tillerson just said as the ultimate compliment. He's trying to put Trump down just like right now it's around the holiday season. You're gathering at holiday parties. You're gathering with family and friends and almost undoubtedly there's somebody close to you if not in your family, if not living in your household that puts you down for being an entrepreneur that says what's positive about you in a negative way and it's up to you to decide like Trump would do if he even gave a crap about this ridiculous Rexy statement is to take it as a compliment and go thank you very much that's the difference of why i've made many deals worth more than you've earned in your entire lifetime and you sit there and you were secretary of state for a year and got absolutely zip nada zilch nothing done whatsoever and i replaced you with somebody who takes action somebody who can get the job done
Well, you don't have to say that back to the person when they say that. You don't have to say, like, that's actually what makes me better than you or any of that stuff. Just say thank you. That's fantastic. You'll mess with their head and you'll screw them up because they come from this compliance world of go to school, get good grades, you'll get a good job, work hard, you'll get ahead. In actuality, we all know that's a life of misery. That's an inhuman life of being a slave to somebody else, and that's a Rex Till was his entire life and as with most of the anti-Trumpers they're extremely driven by jealousy so that's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump is understand that when your friends when your family when anybody says that kind of thing about you oh you don't go step by step and slowly look at everything and take that as the ultimate compliment that's why only 13% of Americans are business owners and the other 87% of the Rexies of the world who think oh first of all they don't even have a clue what makes for a successful entrepreneur or business owner or politician or anything other than how you get to be CEO at ExxonMobil which is toe the line do what you're supposed to do kiss everyone's butt and yeah he became very successful in that environment an environment that would choke an actual entrepreneur in about a week and anyone listening to this hopefully you're an entrepreneur you would quit working at ExxonMobil in a week and leave the losers like Rexy of the world to stay there for his entire lifetime and move up and become a CEO. But for every person, by the way, that becomes a CEO of a major oil corporate or any Fortune 500 or pretty much any company, there's tens of thousands of others who sacrificed every minute of their life and did whatever they were told and were a slave their whole lifetime and never made it anywhere near that higher up. So that just, life just, just absolutely point, sucks. Just to make the point, if we take a look at lifestyle and amount of wealth accumulated and you say, who on a per-person basis has more wealth and has a better lifestyle, the 13% of people who own businesses or the 87% of people who work for somebody else, dare I say that unquestionably, no doubt about it, that the 13% have more money on a per-person basis. Now, yes, you do have very few... Not only more money, but more enjoyment of life better lifestyle, more enjoyment of life. But I was going to say, there's a very, very, very few, like you pointed out, CEOs of major companies who have been employees their whole life and they've become very rich doing it. But that's a very small number, a vast majority, 99.9%. Maybe save up a little wealth, maybe make a little in the stock market. But the people who have the real wealth in this world and the people who have the real lifestyle and the people who have the real joy of what they're doing and the people who have real fulfillment are the people who own their own businesses and run their own deal, they're entrepreneurial. And those are the people that evoke jealousy from those who are not us, like the Rexy Tillersons of the world, who a year after being relegated to the dustbin of history as an incredible loser as far as government service and getting anything done has to come out of the woodworking for some bizarre reason. Again, I just think maybe he was drunk at a holiday party or something (laughs) and comes out with what he thinks is a criticism of Trump and anyone who knows anything, especially if you listen to this podcast you probably didn't even have to hear us say it to know it maybe just to reinforce it to you that he's completely wrong and actually what he is saying as a put down of Trump is actually a great compliment speaking of which as usual we have a fantastic advanced tip of the week this week and it'll take this to another level so when someone gives you criticism we just talked to you about how to look at it 
it and how to turn it around. In the advanced tip, we're going to teach you how to profit from it even more. And for that, as always, you simply go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com, and that's where you get the advanced tip of the week. And then you make sure you're back here again next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.